This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about babies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who's sending here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. And welcome to I Think My Fridge Is Haunted, a very creepy podcast. Hi, my name is Gemma and I'm Esther. Nice to meet everyone. Welcome. Sorry, the audio. Um, a little while later, her mother and friend, this is kind of funny, um, decided to surprise Susan by paying for a personal ad in the local paper, quoting, someone different, SWF, which stands for single white female, 33, overweight but not over life. <laughs> That's my new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Cheers. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay. Planets make noises. A sound does not travel in space. I'm just getting this directly off the video, okay? Cool, cool. Um, I'm just skipping forward to the actual planets. Okay, this is the sound of the sun. Ready, guys? <gasps> How cool is that, Chris? Yes! Okay. Um, one of the replies they got was from a man named Mike, quoting, My name is Mike. I'm a 39-year-old divorced DWM, which means divorced white male. I enjoy things in nature, from wandering in the ape caves, wherever the, whatever that is, um, at Mount St. Helens, to walking on the beach at sunset. Hmm. Mm. What are ape caves? That's what I want to know. This man's name was Michael Kuhnhausen. Spoiler alert, they get married. <laughs> okay. This is the sound of Mercury. Oh my God. Oh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> Sweet. Crazy. Um, Susan first spoke to Mike over the phone on the 30th of January, 1988. And from the get go, Mike was already telling lies. Little, mm, little bitch. Trifling. Mm-hmm. He told Susan that he had seen combat in Vietnam, but was in fact a switchboard operator. She later found out. So he was already exaggerating. Yeah. Mars is... Oh, that's cool. Um... And literally almost immediately after getting married, the romance just completely left and things just changed. This guy. Mm. He would do things like burp when Susan tried to kiss him. Um, he was a chain smoker. He just lived entirely off Diet Coke. <sighs> and he was just being a grot. Like, sure, you can relax in front of your partner, but the whole just becoming a complete slob and just stopping the... There's no respect. Yeah, and just like um, completely stopping um, making effort, mm -hmm. I think is a real downer. So, Esther, you'll be yeah. interested to know that lobsters pee out of their faces. <laughs> <laughs> Mars 
sounds worried. Yeah. I'd be worried if I was Mars. Yeah, because we're on the way. Yeah, we're going to come and kill your planet as well. <laughs> Susan was quoted as saying, it wasn't very long after getting married that there was no more hiking, no more getting out, which I think is kind of sad. That's really sad. Yeah, yeah. He sucked her in. Yeah, he did. Yeah, totally. That's Ugh. what it was like, sucking someone in. Yeah. Um, Venus is... Oh, this one's going to be really hard. Uh, it's going to be like opera. <laughs> <laughs> Their life together was unhappy and uneventful. Mike's common motto to Suzanne was, life is a shit sandwich and every day you take another bite until you die. (laughs) (laughs) That is so terrible. (laughs) What a dickhead. That's just a a visual right there. Unfriend him. (laughs) Block him. Oh my God. This guy. Yeah, he's gross. Sorry, he was a massive bummer. Well, instead of it's having the, them, it's the British way. God. Stiff upper lip. Damn Keep it. calm. Carry on. Oh no, <laughs> that's so 2017, Gemma. What? It's more like two. It's more 1942. <laughs> no, keep calm and carry on. Isn't those those tacky like fridge magnets and those like yeah, and it has like a teacup. Yeah, that's it. It's it's from the Second World War. Are you kidding me? No. It, from the Blitz. So what? it was like, well, London is being bombed around us, but keep calm, carry on, it's the British way. The first hammer blow hit Susan in the left temple, and when he went to strike again, Suzanne pulled a move that was actually really, really crazy. Um, instead of backing off, she crowded him, and uh, which, I mean, when you think about it, you'd have more of a... Um, it's like when you walk around a horse... So you're supposed to stay yeah, close yeah. to them because then and they you, don't have the momentum the, of the kick. Yeah, and you also um, keep your hands on them and stuff so they know where you are. But, yeah, I mean, you can't not- really get a momentum up from a close range. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, to have that knowledge to run towards the person who's attacking you is nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Talk about fight or flight. Exactly. How um cool she that? quoted as saying she um I knew the swings would have less force if I was closer to him. She also it ends up biting him intentionally leaving marks saying if I died I wanted him to know. I wanted it to be known that I fought to live, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Speaking about Australians, did you see that horrible footage of that and Bogan families of that that family where they're being interviewed on the news and a fly lands on the little kid's face no. and he's staring directly into the camera lens and he just like slurps the fly up into his mouth and eats it. What? It is one of the most horrible things. I'm so angered that he's so Australian too because the the shot is so Australian like they're in the outback where did you see it it's gone viral there's this kid and he has psychopathic eyes he has shark eyes and he's standing directly looking at the camera he must be about 10 (laughs) and this blowfly lands on his face and he just like a lizard he just like sucks it in it's horrible it's 
Reptilians are real. Reptilian. Everyone is like reptilian, reptilian, reptilian. Oh my Everyone's god! Going see, crazy. If you pause it at the right moment, you see his face change and it goes green. Well, that's why you have to look at his eyes because they kind of like do the little like cat slit eye thing. That like, is legit. So disgusting. He's just. I'm so angry because it, it's gone viral. I saw it from a last podcast page, and I'm like, great. Oh, now the course, Americans have course, it. We're they've, screwed. They've got it. They were the first to post it. Of course they were. It's so embarrassing. (laughs) That's what Saturn sounds like. Whoa. Um, After biting him, they both fell to the floor and Susan then tried to disarm him. They're both fighting over this hammer now. Um, Then Ed pushed her up against a wall and said, you're strong. And apparently as soon as he said that, she just felt such rage. And she also knew that he wasn't here to rape her. He wasn't here to rob her. He was here to kill her. Yeah. This is why I have five cats because they were all like um, failed foster cats. I'd be like, yeah, they're ringworm kittens. I'm going to foster them out. And then I'm like, nope, that one is so cute. I'll take Aww, that one. That really? one. And that one. Five cats later, dude. Wow. Because I cannot handle cats. Not having homes. Yeah. I cannot handle them like being sad. I'm like, I'll give you the best life. You can come with me. Oh no, I'll give you the best life. Oh my god, I'll give you the best life. Five cats later. You know, I tallied it up. I've owned nine cats in my entire life. Really? Yeah. And I'm only 25. She was still trying to wrestle the hammer from him and eventually got the hammer, which she doesn't know how she did it, but she managed to pull this hammer out of this guy's hand. She must have been in so much pain. She's crazy. Um, she then swung it three to four times, striking the claw end of the hammer into his skull. <sighs> but he managed to snatch the hammer back. So This what, is like some serious like ninja fight. It is, it is like a Tarantino scene. It reminds me of the scene in Kill Bill. Oh, with the cereal? Yeah, with the cereal. And in the scene when they're in the trailer and it's that um the scene when she's trying to the Hattori oh. hunt the the swords yes and they've both got the swords and she ends up plucking the eyeball the eyeball it's so yeah. good yeah okay yeah true so this is the this is the part i love so just finishing off my vanilla coke in america there's one that's just been released called cinnamon coke gross i hate cinnamon <gasps> I want it to come here. Oh, look, I'm getting scolded by both of you. <laughs> I hate cinnamon. I it would like, like to try a headache. that. Tastes like a headache. It's ugh. what? Not even like cinnamon donuts. Oh no, I love a cinnamon donut and I love a chai latte, but I hate cinnamon. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Full of surprises. It's like I Miss love Esther. apples. I hate toffee apples. Ugh. They will make me vomit. That's so random. But I love toffee and I love How apples. Weird. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's taken the hammer back. So she straight away just grabs his throat and just starts squeezing it as hard as she could. And she, and meanwhile, as she's on top of him, squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent you here? (laughs) Which I just love. Oh my God. (laughs) She's just screaming in his face. But you know what? This is really bad, but I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of Austin Powers when he's going, who does number two work for? <laughs> yeah, like, it's so like. Who sent you? It's such a movie moment. It's such a movie moment. Like, I just, I. That's when I heard this. I'm like, I love this story so much. Yeah. Can you say something? Meow. Okay. Yeah. 
So he became a huge Hollywood icon, starring in many popular movies of the time, marrying twice, and even getting involved in a bigamy trial. Uh, and I read into that because his first wife, they, they, they think because she was gay and she was involved in this love triangle. With, Wait, she was a lesbian. Yep. And she was involved in this whole love triangle with two other actresses. Oh, I like it already. Uh, who were stunning, <laughs> by the way. I, I went into this whole rabbit hole anyway about this. Yeah. And they, they thought that it was, well, what we would call like a beard wife kind yeah. of situation oh, but back then they called it a lavender marriage i like that it's nice <gasps> isn't it a lavender marriage so he takes the ticket down to the station at waterloo and he asks for the bag he takes the bag and he pries open the sides so yep. he, he's not like breaking the lock or anything like that he's just sort of prizing it open see what he can see and he sees inside a knife and female underwear and it's got blood on it that's just textbook dodge yes <laughs> he so he puts the bag back and he tells jesse just put the ticket back in the jacket mm-hmm. and which i think you would do like if he, you if you're if you found that your husband had a, a suitcase full of yeah blood Weapon. Put the ticket back. You just slowly put the ticket back. You know nothing. Pocket, sit back down, grab your dolly magazine, and just continue on. And maybe pack an overnight yeah, bag start, like, plan- with your passport. into motion. Yeah, and maybe a hundred bucks. Get out of there. And take your a change shoes. of underwear and, yes. you know, a hairbrush. Yep. And some just in case clothes. you have to go on the run. Oh, I'd be, yep. Yeah. 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 You would 100%. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. This is Nathan. We got an audience. Nathan is our um, is an exec producer. Oh. And he's just popped into South High. I introduced him. Be to nice Esther. to Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we can hear you out there. Right? <laughs> really? However, Valentino's popularity began to wane in 1924 after he appeared in a series of films that failed at the box office, mm, like he- Cats. <clears throat> am I right, mm. Judy Dench? You're done. <laughs> Idris Elba, you're gone. <laughs> Jason Derulo, what the hell? Was he in that? Yeah. Yes. For a good 10 minutes, it was horrible. Ugh, I've never been so, like, turned off men in my life. Wow. Because uh, they don't have genitals, but he's, like, thrusting and, like, pointing to his patch where the genitals should be. We'll and it still just be makes talking it, like, about this in season so 10. Should be worse. like, <gasps> they licked up the milk and it was really, really sexual. It was. It was like, like he was licking the butthole. And we're going to be like, it's making all my life. Ca- you didn't even watch the whole film. You I walked had to walk out. out. It's making my genitals right now suction. Disappear. Reverse up me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave you to that. Do you want, do you want us to go? <laughs> <laughs> reverse up me all right go i'm talking. so sorry ryan we've we've got an intern here at the moment and yeah ryan's had to um, sit through this entire thing with us just so then her friend contacts the chief constable and he tells him what he's seen and the chief constable sends a detective dci savage mm-hmm. uh down to the station Dick savage no, no, DCI. DCI. Oh. <laughs> Dick Savage on my mind. <laughs> Jesus. So Dick Savage, okay, Dick Savage is assigned the job of investigating this case. 
Mm-hmm. See Ooh. what I did there. <gasps> <laughs> That's good. What a great pun. That's our first t-shirt design. <laughs> Never investigate the case. <laughs> We're so sorry. We're going through a break. I'm going through an emotional break at the moment. So, no, I'm That's not. Cool. I am. I don't know. Whatever. You know what? We'll all find out on air. So it's all good. Okay. We are here for you. Thank you. (laughs) After the filming of this film ended, uh, Valentino embarked on a nationwide tour to promote it. However, on August 15, 1926, he collapsed in his New York City hotel room and was rushed to hospital. The doctors discovered he had a perforated abdominal ulcer, which, yeah, painful, which required emergency surgery. After the surgery, Valentino developed a series of complications and fell into a coma and died on August 23rd. 1926 at the age of 31 damn that's so young so young so young and he he, sounds like an old man but he's young yeah he was young and he was very good looking no it doesn't have anything to do with anything but italians he was i mean look at me he had the look (laughs) and he'd he'd only been on the world stage for five years or not even five years like 1921 was when he had like his big explosion so was valentino's sharp rise to fame followed by a sudden demise the fault of bad luck some believe that his fortunes were controlled by unseen forces Mm. in particular those of a silver tiger's eye ring purchased by valentino in 1920 in san francisco the ring had been displayed in the window of a nondescript jewellery store, but it caught Valentino's eye and he was compelled to purchase it at once. Mm. Apparently. Apparently. The ring has an evil history, the proprietor warned him. Some say it has a curse on it. Ooh. He was a pirate. Oh, what was he? No, no I was going to no. suggest that it's a Nazi ring, but that hasn't happened yet, has it? No. Mm. No, Nazis aren't really around yet. No. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, you can blame Nazis for everything bad, but because mm. they're not there yet. Then yeah. Who can you blame? <laughs> Jupiter is... <gasps> oh, he sounds a bit curmudgeonly. Now this one's... <laughs> So it was a weekend and being Ballarat and a very low security at the at the convent, it was just open doors and anyone could go in on the on the weekend and just practice their little tap dance like I was. So was this where and you lived or was this no. just where you guys rehearsed and taught and, just where we and, studied. and learned and, yeah, exactly. and no one did your classes? There. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. So there were three of us on site, all at completely different ends of this massive convent. And so I went up to the upstairs um, wooden floored tap dance studio. And uh, I was doing my solo tap dance to Everything Old Is New Again. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and so I'm tapping away. I was halfway through um, the song and I heard this bang, bang, bang on the doors. And I said, I'll be there in a minute. Finish my tap dance because uh, show, show must go on, right? And so, so then I, I go to the door and I open it. No one's there. It's sort of like a... Ooh, bit creepy. But hey, it's a convent and like, you know, everything's sort of creepy. So it's not creepy enough to make me feel this is, you know, something that serious. Did you do a thinking tap? (laughs) (laughs) 
and a one and a two. Uh, and, so, and so because I was a little bit pissed off because it really distracted me in my tap dance and my assessment was only days away, I, I made sure yeah. I, I closed the door. I locked it by that little snib on the back of the door, but then also bolted it on the other sides up and down into the ceiling and the, and the floor bit. And then went back to everything old is new again. And um, <laughs> at exactly the same part of the song, in the second time, the door swings open. No. What? And this cloud of like sort of is transparent but sort of slightly grey smoke s- comes billowing in, swirls around my head three times no. and goes out the no. open window. You said this story Hang on, song. what? You, <laughs> what? It's, it's just... It's full on. I swear to God, it happened. I went running around. I, I was so freaked out. I, I ran to the... In my tap shoes. Yeah. I was... Sliding everywhere and running in a panic to other people to go, oh my God, this just happened. And then I just... I never tapped again after that day. Oh my God. Not really. I did. I had an assessment coming up. Otherwise, I'd fail. I'd never get my qualification. But but still, full on. That's my convent story. That is nuts. Uh, Valentino bought the ring and enjoyed telling his friends about the curse. Oh, I have a curse. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. My wife is gay. <laughs> uh, oh, my Lord. Uh, while she's living in London, she meets an Australian woman named Natalie Saunden, Saunders mm. and an American man named Lou Laurenta. Mm-hmm. The three of them travel around Europe and later they keep in contact by meeting up in different locations all around the world. Cute. They describe her as being a great friend, a confident, brave person and having a great sense of adventure. In May of 2018, Claire heads over to the US where Natalie and Lou live. Mm-hmm. They live in California near a place known as the Joshua Tree. Oh, like the band. Well, or the movie or the TV no, show. It was a. It was uh, the Joshua Tree was a famous album by U two. Oh, U two. Yeah, Disgusting. it was like their big album, like in the eighties. Yeah, right. But it's actually it's an actual place. Bono's the worst. <laughs> you know, Bono wrote a bibli a bibli a biography of himself interviewing himself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's called Bono on Bono, <laughs> it, and it's like Emphasis him no. questioning like. Asking himself questions and then him answering them. That's I'm glad I'm you such I'm a glad you bag. asked that, Bono. Oh, thanks, Bono. <laughs> Excellent question. You look Bono. really handsome today, Bono. Oh, thanks, Bono. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Can you hear me, Bono? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> well, that's what I've written here. I said what I'd like to know is was the buzzsaw ride built in reference to the old sawmill? It's really weird. Or was the whole story made up as a gimmick for the ride? <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a gimmick. I don't know. It's called it's Dream just, World. It's not Ghost World. No, but it's like Jack Dark only comes out on, on a full moon. It could very well be just a I load know. of crap. Give, give us like a... Um, crap with an E. A real average name like Ethan Tremblay. That's not average, is it? No, like um, like, like a... I don't want to name a real person that I know. Like um, like Scott... Scott Randall. Donnelly. A real, like, embarrassing name like Clive or Glenn. Uh, Nigel. Yeah. Nigel Phelps. That's not a Nigel spooky Phelps. name. Nigel Phelps. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'd believe that, but Jack Dark. I don't no. know. 
Okay. It's a little bit cringe. I yeah. mean, I wish it was real. I think this is also from the mirror. I'm not really sure, but this is this is quite classic. Police were understandably concerned when they received a number of calls reporting a lion had been spotted roaming freely in the nearby area. Good. Officers from the Spanish town of Moina de Segura, possibly, (laughs) (laughs) were dispatched to track down the big cat after several panicked reports from locals, only to later discover it was, in fact, a very big dog. It's a Labrador. In a social media post from the station, it reported there had been multiple sightings of the animal in one area of the town. When they caught up with the lion, they were able to find it had been given a microchip and after checking its details found they were in fact dealing with a doggo. That's the best! (laughs) Officers were then able to reunite the lion-looking pet with its owner. You are going to freak out when you see this. It's so flippin' funny. No way. No way. So some that's legit. So, this so what type of dog is it? Shaggy dog has basically been taken it's to the a, groomer and they've mount, said please make this like a lion. And it really does look and it's got even the oh, little puff. A chow chow. Okay, oh, so oh, it's a, a Oh yeah, it is too. It's a chow chow that face. someone has shaved its It's even got the little puff on the tail. Legit. And then it's pretty much all shaved That's until around nice. its shoulders it's got this big shaggy mane. It looks I, like a lion. It's quite Look cute. at its hind legs. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If no, anyone's we'll from Queensland, we'll if anyone's from Queensland and they know any know anything about this story, please message us because we actually really would like to know. I'd like to do a, a Ouija a, board on the ride. On the ride. Yeah. That's a logistical nightmare. <laughs> in 1852, from a passage of Bleak House by Charles Dickens, and I love this because the character's name is Esther. Oh, girl, here we go. Shout out to me. <laughs> she arrives in London, and I'm seeing you in this fabulous mm, Victorian this ravishing clothing. dress. Oh, I thought you were. I'm, I'm kind of envisioning, envisioning you as kind of like more of a. Like a sex not worker? Not a peasant, but kind of more like. Hello, my lord. I'm here for the main I'm a pirate. Role. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, do you, you have it? some buttons? <laughs> <laughs> do you have some oatmeal for an old girl? <laughs> I need to fi- feed me five cats. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So that's a nice visual. That's me now, actually. Oh, that's amazing. So the, so the character Esther arrives in London and inquires as to whether there was a great fire anywhere, for the streets were so full of dense brown smoke. Is there a great fire anywhere? For the streets are so full of, of smoke. <laughs> oh, sh- wait, I just ripped my headphones out from enthusiasm. <laughs> Okay, another thing that has happened at Dreamworld is the haunting of the Big Brother house. <gasps> oh, yes. So some countries still have Big Brother, yeah. but Australia, it kind of dropped off the bandwagon. It dropped off after that crazy guy walked down the um, red carpet with the Save the Refugees or something. Oh. Do you remember? Oh, no, 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 no. It, um, 
It phased out after the sexual assault happened on camera. Oh, was Remember that Remember the turkey slapping? Was it called donkey flipping or something? Turkey slapping. Is that what it's called? Yes. Donkeys. Donkey flipping. flipping. <laughs> so the show debuted in 2001 and apparently staff and crew working on the show have seen a little girl walking oh. in the corridors. Yes. Uh, they've heard her whispering voice. And they've seen her reflection in mirrors. Well, aren't they two-way mirrors? Can't they just get footage of that? True. I have all these questions. You're ruining my story. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She's shut down all my stories. You're getting on the territory I don't know about. Those hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. It's all very seventies. Cock and bush. I don't know what. Is that that big cake thing on MasterChef? The big tower cake with the little balls? Oh, the chocolate ones? Oh. Cream puffs? Oh, not the, uh, uh, yeah, isn't freaking... it called a cock and bush? No, I don't know what that means. I swear, because every time they'd say it, I'd be like, <laughs> cock How and do bush. you spell it? I don't, God, it's French, I don't know. Profiteroles. No, but there's like a huge tower and it's yeah, like a... Yeah, a profiterole cake. Yeah, but they call it like a cock and bush. They call them cock and bush? It's not pronounced cock and bush, but it's like <laughs> you slur those words together and it's like a... Cockenbush or something. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. But that'll be a housekeeping (laughs) thing next week, guys. We'll get back to you on um, what those things are called. I'm like, wow, I should really exfoliate. But you know what? I never have. Yeah. Never do it. I do it once a week. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Beauty Fridge, please sponsor us. Yeah, Beauty Fridge, come on. Why Why haven't you called us yet? Call us. <laughs> We're waiting on the phone. Please do it. So I think like the cellar or the basement area was like kind of in the next room and one of them gets up and points towards the cellar and goes, look, and there's water coming down the wall. Brian? <laughs> Brian. Lion Brian. Brian leaking lion Brian. Brian's trying. I'm telling you. (laughs) Three days later, two couples spotted something large with grey wings standing at about six or seven feet tall. Mothman just chose to make himself very obvious too because he stood directly in front of their car. So he's he's a little bit razzle-dazzle. I love Mothman. Interesting. He wasn't said inconspicuous. That because Mothman prophecies had Richard Gere in it, mm. and Richard Gere was in Chicago, and <gasps> in that he sang Razzle Dazzle. Oh, and that is the Six end of today's of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Yes. Did he do jazz hands? Give y- yeah. us a little <laughs> Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> I love that song. Me too. <laughs> I love the whole musical jail. <laughs> Yeah, so he stood directly in front of the car, which I love. Um, if you've seen the movie love Jeepers it. Creepers. Why does this never happen to me? I can. I was standing in the front of your car before dancing and you didn't see You're me for about six man. minutes. You're not a moth man. It's a bit, a bit <laughs> condescending, Gemma. You haven't seen my hairy hairy um, chest. <laughs> what a moth have. Hairy legs. They asked some more questions. Did they have an interest in the occult? Or witchcraft. Brian's or Satanism. Like, yes. Scry and Brian. And Neptune is just. Um, quote It was like a man with wings. That was cool. what one of the couple said. These reports then started spreading throughout America. 
they described Mothman as having large, bright red eyes that were about six inches apart, wings that spanned up to ten feet, and that, un- and that, unlike typical moths, he wanted to avoid bright headlights of the car, which I thought was kind of funny. He wanted to avoid them. You know how moths go in a light? Yeah. He was like, ugh. He does not like the light, but he's he's still like a little bit like, can you see me on the road? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) During the night, the family started screaming, claiming to have seen a dark figure in the room. And Ed started to use religious provocation against the spirit. Pretty much everything in the room levitates, the bed, the drawers, and even Brian. Told you. <laughs> and poor Fly, Flying Brian. Flying Brian. <laughs> so poor Flying Brian. Was... I was going to say Giant Furby. I don't Furby. know. It's kind of like because. No, I'd rather be chased by a little fur- Furby, a little mm, yowie than a 12-foot giant. I think it'd be quite creepy, like kind of like leprechauns and puckwudgies. Like, oh, puckwudgies. You know, kind of like, come to the forest. Yes. We'll push yes. you off a cliff. But you could just kick it. I don't know. What if there's lots of them? Um... Just um, get a, like a log and spin it around your body. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, self-defense 101. I'll lift you up on my back and you kick. No, you just hold me by the feet <laughs> and just spin me around. Like in WWE, that's what Cesaro Yeah, or like does. when you used to do at high school. You know when you'd see guys just like grabbing their mates and just spinning them by the feet? <laughs> You're like, oh, he's losing more brain cells as fast as he is. <laughs> Kids do that at your school. Yeah, man, I went to a, like, a weird culty Christian school in the middle of nowhere. Like, we were doing all stupid stuff like My that. My school was big on the bum dragging. The bum dragging? Pardon? <laughs> so when it was, did you go to a Catholic school? Yeah, I did. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. No, when it was like, when it had been raining loads and it was really muddy. No. So they would go out and onto the oval where like there was like some like grassy knolls and... <laughs> <laughs> and one unlucky person would <laughs> someone would what, grab their foot oh. I don't know if it was random or it would be like here yeah, take my foot and like <laughs> they would drag them on their butt by one foot down, down the grassy knoll <laughs> they would drag them on their butt by one foot down the hill <laughs> and it was really muddy <laughs> that sucks no that sucks so then um, um, Mrs. Branson forgets or doesn't go to her doctor's appointment for Frank's asthma, yeah. And so Dr. Kraft decides to go to her house, as you do. Yeah. And she opens the door. Flesh Boy is on the And Flesh front Boy is lawn. playing on the front lawn and he's crying. He's and, going, <laughs> and he's like, is your mother okay? Flesh Boy, <laughs> talk with your words. Not your <laughs> we got any housekeeping? Yes. Okay, housekeeping. Um, last week I mispronounced a certain dessert called the cock and bush. It's <laughs> it it actually it's crock and bush, and I'm not going to say the French um, pronunciation because I'll sound like a dickhead. Was it croak and bush? It's like cro- oh, no. I've I've never heard it pronounced. No, so I don't know. Well, I've heard it pronounced, but I can't. I've seen the word online. Because <laughs> oh. I looked up what is a yeah. Cock I, and bush. I typed in cock in bush, <laughs> and 
and I got a few results that I wasn't prepared for. But um, it translates to, which I just love, crusty in the mouth. Oh, I thought it was crunchy in the mouth. It could be crunchy in the... I like crusty in the mouth. Gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> so bad. But it it looks delicious, but the yeah, descri- it looks if really I said... Good. And excuse- it wasn't what I thought it was. It was like... It, I thought it was profiteroles with the chocolate, but it was like little glazed, almost like donut cakes. Well, that's, I think, how I explained it. I was like, it's just like some deep fried balls in a tower with um like honey drizzled over it yeah or like that spun sugar it was very posh very posh but um yeah the the crock and bush crusty in the mouth um she's in the house yeah and so she opens the door and she's got blood and bruises on her face and he's like oh my god and she's been beat her face is she's been beaten she's got like a black eye and he comes in and he patches her up and she yeah. tells him how hard it is living with her abusive husband and that the Jewish yeah. kids pick on Frank at school. Oh, no. The Jews picking on a Nazi boy. How sad. So Dr. <laughs> Kraft is like, obviously, well, perfect. This chick is perfect for this new American oh, Nazi organization. He's in love. Do you want to hear another fun fact? Of course. So over the years, a woman in black carrying a red rose has come to mourn at Valentino's crypt. Oh, it's like Lady Gaga. It's like Lady Gaga in the hotel again. Oh. <gasps> and he was Italian. Oh, my God. Oh, my the, God. Rudolph Valentino's in that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How weird. Wait, the, the guy with the chiseled jaw plays Yes. Him? No. And comes back as a vampire. Yes. Oh my god! And she goes to the grave. This always happens to us. Girl, Our stories I'm getting up. always I'm get, intertwine. I'm leaving. That is so weird. Isn't that weird? Chris is screaming. Chris is like what? She's jumping around the room. Brian, isn't that weird? Your loot. Look at this. She's going down memory lane. Gemma has lost the plot. <laughs> she okay. Her weak spot. Everyone is the what is it? The mud butt pool. <laughs> the butt drag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I've never seen a The butt drag Oh my god Yeah 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 so Dr. Craft kisses her And like in the original Penny Dreadful He gets knocked back Because <laughs> this actor I know just... Paul Frankenstein's creation I know oh. he just like every time he kisses someone They're like no It's because he's got a vulnerable face mm. He's got a moon face like me but she- I'm used to being rejected too. Don't <laughs> worry, Moonface. I would love to order that at a restaurant. Excuse me, waiter. I would like the cock and bush, the crusty thing in my mouth, please. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's it, guys. It's it's not how I described it. All right. Well, if we ever um, get big enough that we have to have some sort of a celebration, a bake sale, like ooh, hundred listens. Let's have, have a hundred crock and bushes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of the finest quality. Of the finest balls. Of the finest crunch. <laughs> Crust. Crust. <laughs> Apparently, Mothman is said to be able to fly up to a hundred miles per hour, which is fucking fast. That's, That's like Hume Highway fast. Yeah, yeah, it is. I That's crazy it was fast. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> like that doesn't make sense to me. Nice indicator, Think, of the, think <laughs> of the wings. 
Um, it, uh, moth's wings are quite... They're not like birds that can fold up and like you can go really fast like a bullet. Moth's wings are big, stiff things. You could not fly 100 miles per hour yeah. with big board-like wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not really known for their gliding For their ability. speed. I've never seen a really fast moth. Well, look, maybe like where people that people say look he looked kind of like a moth but maybe if we saw him in the light he'd be more like a bird of prey and like yeah or like jeepers creepers starling or something yeah true yeah maybe his wings are bendy um even though uh, although he can fly up to 100 miles per hour he takes ages to actually get off the ground like he, he's like has to bumble. <laughs> wait a second, guys. Hang on, hang on. Yes, wait, like wait. Climb up onto a fence and jump off a bucket. And jump, yeah. <laughs> go up the flight of stairs and go off the roof. Parkour. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's really he's like bumble butt for Mothman's. <laughs> the Furby is currently like radioing into the. <laughs> Area 51 being like, these guys just talk shit. There's nothing to report. She's like, come and get me now. <laughs> Self-destruct. I don't even know how we got onto this. No, I mean, the, the yaoi warding off. Get a, oh, she's lost get a it. pole and swing it around Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, she is. She's done. Anyway, that's it from us. Uh, until next time, you guys, don't forget to be creepy. But don't be a creep or a pedophile because they suck. Ugh. And that is the end of our show. <laughs> I have to go. Just go, <laughs> save yourselves. <laughs>